What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a weekly video game show where, like I said, we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. But uh, before I get too much into the spiel, I guess I can let you all know who we are. I am Jarrett Wilson, one of your hosts, and joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine day? I'm cold. My toesies are cold. And I We're wish supposed I had... to get like a big uh, cold front coming in. Uh, no, Did thank you. Know you. This? Um, all I know is that Bro Mogan told me it was five degrees where he was Ooh. the other day, and in comparison, it was seventy six here during the day. So I probably shouldn't complain, but my toesies are cold, so I am going to complain about <laughs> it. <laughs> we actually we've had some really nice weather days, but I think these last couple of days, but I think it is going to come back and bite us in the ass next week. I think it's supposed to get like into the twenties a couple times, stuff like that. I think at night. So be sure you got extra bundled up and some little socks to cover up them toes and keep them warm. Oh gosh, that just sounds awful. (laughs) You don't like sleeping in socks? I love sleeping in socks. No, I hate it. I'm not an anarchist. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Oh man. Uh, Well, you can also find the show on all of our social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server there where you can have a lot of fun conversations with us when we're not recording the show on things a lot a lot of things outside of video games so check that out links for all that are in the description below if you'd like to support the show and make it bigger and better you can head over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast whereas for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show just like susan m james k ben w michael b future rascal andrew m michael s and brandon w have all done and uh when you support the show on patreon you get a whole lot of cool perks like getting the episodes early before the general tuesday release access to our a private channel on our discord server the rogues gallery and for patrons of our five dollar tier you get two weeks early access to a special sideshow a subsidiary show you could call it of team chat podcast called team chit chat where mogan and i uh talk about a whole lot of other stuff we chit chat you could say about all the different things that are out that we enjoy like don't like that are outside the world of video games. So if you want to get a little bit more, uh, get to know us a little bit better and the things that we like and enjoy out in the real world, well, check out Team Chit Chat and all that stuff. So, uh, but if you can't do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand it all, but we would please, uh, we would love your support in other ways, such as liking the show, uh, subscribing it, you know, it's liking the show on social media, following us there, writing us reviews on podcast services, wherever you interact with the show, subscribing, telling your friends, all those great things help make the show bigger and better as well. And we are very grateful and love each and every one of our patrons and listeners alike. Get that heart emoji. Big heart. Bum, bum. Big old heart. But before we get into the main topic of the day, let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon in our moment with Mogan. Okay, so February is not exactly jam-packed with games, but Mm -hmm. it has some big ones that are out now and coming soon. So just in case you missed it, because these games are both near and dear to my heart, so I'm going to keep talking about them. Control Ultimate Edition and Concrete Genie are both currently the free PS Plus games. So if you have a PS4 and or a PS5, Control is also available now for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S. I'm not sure if it's free if you're a PS5 user. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Like, are you? it's just the same. It it just plays on either one, so you can download it. I actually already did download download all three of the uh, free 
PS Plus games this month because they were all ones that yeah, I was pretty excited about. It was just a crazy roster. So if you do have a PS5, the, uh, I guess, banner game is Destruction All-Stars, mm-hmm. but followed by Control Ultimate Edition, which includes both of the DLCs for Control, um, AWE and The Foundation. And Concrete Genie is just a wonderful game that everybody should play. I love Concrete Genie. Uh, so those are already out now. And then quick, coming... Uh, quick little side note on the PS Plus games. If you even... I, I know they did this with... Uh, Bug snacks and one other, and I think I think it's they make it the case with the PS5 games. Even if you don't have a PS5 but are a PS Plus member, you can still add the game to your library. So whenever you do get a PS5, you can still have that sweet sweet game. So if any of the games yeah. that come up on the PS5 offering for the PS Plus subscription, still go ahead and try to download it or redeem it if you can if you have a PS4. Excellent advice. So. Coming soon, uh, on February 11th, we have Little Nightmares 2. I'm actually pretty excited about this game. Uh, The first Little Nightmares came out what feels like forever ago. So I was a little surprised to see Little Nightmares 2. Uh, And that's going to be for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. On the 12th, this is a port. So Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is coming out for the Switch. So anybody that missed Super Mario 3D World because it was for the Wii U, uh, I played it on Wii U. What a great game. Game is awesome. It actually is one of my favorite Mario games, especially Mm -hmm. of the modern ones. Um, It's maybe not, you know, as good, air quotes, as Super Mario Odyssey, like objectively speaking, but I perhaps had as much or maybe even more fun playing Super Mario 3D World. So if you haven't already gotten to play it, it's coming out for Switch. I might buy it again for Switch just because, because it's a really fun game. Uh, So that's coming out soon and you should all be excited about it. Well, and the Bowser's Fury is like, that's new though, right? So that is like kind of the draw for the Switch version as Mm -hmm. well. I doubt it's going to be a lot of new stuff, but there's something new in there for other people. Um, and that's the game where you get to be kitty cats. You get to have nice. little kitty cat suits. Who doesn't want that in a Mario game? Uh, and the last thing coming out soon is King of Seas on February 18th for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. There's some more stuff coming out towards the end of this month, just in case anybody misses it. Bravely Default 2 is coming out at the, the end of this month for. on February 26th, but we will talk about it on the next episode as well. Very cool. Very cool. Well, before we, uh, well, the main topic of the day really is that we, I will be bringing my first impressions slash review, I guess, of Destruction All-Stars, the new game that just dropped on the PS, uh, PS5. But before we do that, we just wanted to do a quick little update of what we've been playing lately. There's, it feels like there's been a lot of stuff either coming out, and I feel like I, for one, have been juggling a lot of different games do either between like Mogan and I's both streaming schedules that we do, just playing on our own, and of course trying to play some new hot things so we can keep you all updated here on the show. So, Mogan, what, what have you been playing lately? I feel like I've been all over the place. So I don't want to talk about it too much because I think we're probably going to address this more in the future, but Mm -hmm. I have been playing a bejesus ton again of Stardew Valley. Nice. Got me again. Uh, You know, we've, we've talked about this before. Stardew Valley is one of the best games that you can play when you're, when you're stressed because Mm -hmm. just something about it is so magical. Hits all the little serotonins. Just like, Oh, I feel instantly relaxed and soothed. So I've been playing a ton of Stardew Valley uh, on my newer file. 
So I, of course, have my old file where I think I got to year four. I definitely made it really heckin' far. I even got married. I married Elliot nice. in my first file. Nice. Now in my different file, um, I'm trying to do things a little differently. I have a different layout for my farm. My character is different, of course. Um, I'm trying to, like, go for different resources than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure who I'm going to marry this time around. So we'll talk about that uh at another time. But that means that it has been cutting into all of my other game time for things like Animal Crossing, which unfortunately I just haven't really played much lately. Um, And actually, I think I either by now have missed or am currently missing uh, the Festival event, which is like uh, Animal Crossing's version of Mardi Gras, basically. Where like an awesome peacock comes to your island and he dances like the Samba and he's incredible. But I just haven't haven't been able to tear myself away from either Stardew or the other games I've been playing. Because as you know, we have both been, to a certain extent, playing Skyrim lately. Uh, So I've been trying to do that. And then my other game that I'm playing a lot of um, on stream right now is the Spyros. So I got the Spyro. That's right. Yeah, I got the Spyro Reignited Trilogy um, for Christmas. And it's the best game ever. I do want to do a formal review of it soon because I'm almost done with it. Um, I think I'm almost done with the second game. I 120%ed the first game. Mm, Very good. Very good. The third game I may or may not play on stream because i know what it is like i've played it before to an extent um and i remember it having some elements about it that i did not enjoy uh but spyro as a whole the reignited trilogy what an incredible game top tier so glad that they remade it so truly to the original like it wasn't like ratchet and clank where they did a whole reimagining of it it was just they just they just copied the spyro they made it look a little nicer, I guess, in Microsoft Paint. I don't know what developers <laughs> use. And, and then they put it out on the modern consoles. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what the people want. Thank you. This is yeah. a perfect game. So that's what I've been doing. It looks damn uh, pretty. It looks really good pretty. Real, really good pretty? Really it looks really pretty. pretty. <laughs> it's real good pretty. It's real good uh, pretty. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed watching it because that's the series that I've missed out on. So it's been fun oh, watching through funny. your streams and everything. And Not it looks like point. one that I could see myself playing at some point. I know, I think I do have the Crash Bandicoot remasters oh the like um the insane, the insane trilogy, trilogy? Yeah. yeah so i might try to jump over to that and maybe play that i think that would be a fun one to stream that, that would be, be a lot of fun I think. those kinds of games are so great for stream because it's so easy you know in in other games stuff's always happening and the environment yeah. is constantly responding to you and you're like please stop and the beauty about spyro and crash is that you can just stop you can just like stand still for a long ass time <laughs> and, and nothing, nothing will happen because no. if you killed everything in that area already they're not going to respawn there are no good that, there aren't going to be any new waves of enemies dropping down from the sky like some crazy like, beast attacking yeah, you from like, the bushes like or something always happens in modern games uh so yeah they're just really chill it's a fun time they're not difficult per se or at least spyro isn't crash mm. is crash That's what I've heard, which scares me later on yeah so you should be you should be more afraid of crash than i am of spyro but spyro is so easy the soundtrack is wonderful all of the environments are beautiful it's one of the most visually pleasing games i've played in a long mm. ass time 
especially compared to Skyrim. It's just like a, <laughs> it, think of it like a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wonderful palate cleanser to just be like, ah, oh, get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> So not a fan of the old Skyrim, I say. I, no. I take that. I know we we were we are going to circle back around. So Bogan and I have it for those unaware. We we both have been playing through Skyrim because we it was one of our like goals during Extra Life last year that if we hit a certain amount we would play Skyrim, and then if we hit a uh, certain amount again we would also jump into the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which was announced this last week is coming out May fourteenth, I believe. Yeah. So we got to get ready for that. Uh, so I've been playing some Skyrim 2 off and on periodically. Um, I want to say I'm. I mean, I'm I, I, I know I told you the last the city I was in. I think I'm like at level 18, maybe. Yeah, you're actually not that far behind me. Um, I think I've technically made it further than you, but not by much. Uh, I'm, I'm I feel like story like wise, I'm I actually like farther ahead, like in the actual story. What was the last thing you did in the story? I just I told you on that one on that one stream, and now I, I can't think of what it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've um, gotten to a point where I met a lady who's helping me figure out why the dragons are being resurrected. And she like brought you down to a table, like yes. in her inn. Okay, she, she I just me, did that. Okay, so okay, I okay. So we're like, quest. okay. Wait, just with her or like? Just with her. So like her okay, quest yeah, yeah, that she yeah. gives you in the basement the first time. I finished that one and then I came back and reported back to her and now I'm on the next thing. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so I'm on that mission then. Okay. I haven't completed her first mission. So we're yeah, yeah so, so we're, we're so you're like bare, yeah, we're, I'm we're just about there. Uh so I've been playing a lot of Skyrim, trying to get that uh done so we can do a wrap-up review on and uh kind of our thoughts on on the game and let's see what else we've been playing a lot of assassin's creed valhalla oh my god i've been playing that game a ton and it how many is, hours in are you now uh 40 whoa that actually so, yeah. is a lot especially yeah. for you <laughs> for me yeah could playing through it quickly yeah i'm doing i'm playing it a lot and oh my god is it so much fun that game like when i finally do my wrap-up on that one talking about it like it's probably going to be just nothing of nothing but praise so i might not even really need to do one just be like yeah it's amazing go play it because i've been having the time of my life in that game it is so fun uh so that's been playing a lot of that let's see streaming wise i'm playing breath of the wild on stream oh yeah jumping back into that i have been watching of course i'm one of the the mods (laughs) i'm I'm (laughs) hanging out on stream uh i it has been both frustrating and fun to watch i'm sure I, i'm sure you're watching me play and just be like my god why is he so stupid and why oh doesn't he god. do it this way like part of me is like oh what do you mean you're out of arrows you just go pick them back up wait i wanted to make sure that you got this note okay so i wasn't sure if you had missed it in chat are you aware that your weapons have different qualities like even if you have two of the same weapon one could be better uh i mean i know they have quality to them that like just picking up like say a guardian spear. If I pick I, if I pick up two guardian spears, I know one could be potentially higher quality than the other. But there's and a I very know- easy way that you can tell. Okay. So when you're in the menu or even just switching between um, items, like the little square that the items icon lives mm-hmm. in, in the lower corner is a number. That number indicates how high quality it is. Okay. So if you've got two spears and one's a fourteen and one's a twenty-four, the twenty-four is better. And you should just leave the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I've always assumed that was their attack value, but if that's their quality, oh, no, it, it's kind of both. I'm just saying quality okay, okay. is like an all-encompassing term. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. This one is better. Got it. Okay, no, that's how I've been kind of like seeing that and, and, and messing around with them. Because the other day you dropped an item, 
that was way better. And then you took a worse item and then you left the good one behind. And we were I just like, like to play what? dangerously. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> why, why did he do that? <laughs> I just like to live dangerously out there in high Actually, that you knew what those numbers meant. <laughs> I probably just, there was a lot, there's a lot going on. You know, I just probably admit it was an accident, made a, made a little mistake, I'm sure. I also think at the time you were in one of the temples, so like you had other stuff to focus oh, on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, but I've been, so I've been, I've been trying to play Breath of the Wild again because, you know, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know, I've started, this is my third time like picking it back up and being like, maybe I'll finish it this time. I didn't restart a new, I didn't restart a new game. I had done that once already on one of my uh, restarts. On the second time I restarted, I was like, you know what? It's been so long since I played. Let me just do this again. Uh, have a better run at the beginning. Maybe set myself up for success a little bit better. I fell off again for like a year. So now here I am. I'm back again. But I'm going to... So now, though, I've defeated two of the Divine Beasts. On my last one, I just beat uh, the the Divine Beast uh, Meadow. Yeah, Bar Meadow, Meadow. Very nice. Which was a really fun one. And uh, I, I am having... It's a lot more fun playing it on stream, I say, because it's a lot easier for me because... To like, it's fun to have everybody like tell me like, no, 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 go pick that up. No, 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 you need to get this one. Or you know, backseat gaming to an extent. You know, I'm asking for the helps and the and the hints and all that stuff. But getting the advice from you and other people who have played the game way more than I have is making it a lot more fun for me. I will say. Um, but you know, we've talked a lot about this streaming. Well, where can you watch these streams? Well, Mogans, you can watch her over on. At my name is not Morgan on twitch.tv. It's twitch.tv slash at my name is not Morgan. And uh, the team, I stream on the team chat channel. Uh, so twitch.tv slash team chat podcast. So we really need to figure out a way, though. Although I know you're getting your own your own followers and stuff like that. Oh, you know, getting those subscribers and all that stuff. Just just killing it out there in the streaming world. So uh, still check haven't out caught up to the want. team chat channel, though. I'm still catching up. We, yeah, but you're getting there though. You already have like what sixty something followers, yeah, sixty some odd. But yeah, I need yeah. sixty thousand to be able to quit <laughs> my job. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I know. I, like, I sometimes think about people that are full time streamers for a living, and I genuinely don't know how or why they do it. Like just the simple act of sitting still and being engaged in something actively for that long blows my mind uh i don't I understand like, how their lower backs aren't completely destroyed how they don't have carpal tunnel like just just out the wazoo it i just don't understand it's wild I, to me i feel like i could handle the like sitting there and like playing all day it's like I, the part where i feel like i would struggle if i was doing it full-time would be just like i don't know maybe like the, the additional content outside of it you know like you know some people or like finding the like the fun goals like we you and I have talked about that like even making like Twitch channel points like what do we what do we want our channel points yeah, to be like, redeemable what the heck for do we put what these, these reward do? points as yeah it's so good. it's like what what did the what do the people want yep <laughs> you know it's and so I, hard I mean, to tell I like yours yours are fun like compliment you can pay a certain amount get a compliment pay a certain else get an insult I redeemed one for an insult and all she did was call my dog fat well. And so, <laughs> You asked for it, buddy. Which I was like, oh, you got me. I guess that's yeah, true. I mean, Can't she, dispute that. She is pretty chunky. <laughs> uh, and then so like, yeah, and then I have a pup cam on mine. So I just bring the pups in and lift them up and make them look like they're playing the game. So. I mean, pup cam is arguably the best possible reward. Like I, I yeah, if, getting to see I, cute kitties and puppies. Can I borrow one of your dogs? <laughs> sure. 
for just a day or so. Yeah, just a day. I'll miss but him I only too much. Want okay. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll see if he wants to go visit Aunt Logan. Yes. Excellent. I don't have much yard <laughs> for him. I'll have to figure that out. That's fine. That's fine. He'll he'll overcome. He's he's good with just laying around and being lazy all day too. He loves a good old snooze day. Well, I guess let's go ahead and jump on then into our main topic, which, like I said, I'm going to be uh, giving my first impression slash review of Destruction All-Stars. So Destruction All-Stars came out on February 2nd, 2021 and was uh, developed by Lucid Games and published by PlayStation. It is a PlayStation exclusive game, uh, which was pretty cool, though, when it started to see the new like logo video for PlayStation Studios because, you know, they kind of like rebranded with that new focus late last year and so i think this is the first game that i've that i've played that had that and it's almost like it's almost like a marvel movie how it like comes in and it's like oh look at all these fun games pl- playstation studios have made and i was like oh this is fun and exciting um <laughs> but so for those who don't know what destruction all-stars is it is pr- basically a demolition derby game it's this exposition or uh not exposition yeah, I think so. I think that's the right word. Basically, it's like a showcase. So like, you know, it's oh. like a sport. In this world, it's like a st- an established sport. And you travel. There are like arenas in London, Barcelona, all these other places that you travel to and that you can play on in the game. But it is just exactly as it sounds. It is you are racing around on these tracks trying to destroy the other vehicles in as many fun and creative ways as you can do it. So – it's very fun. It's very flashy. Like the graphics are outstanding. The The quality of the crashes, there's a lot of debris and everything like that. The explosions are really fun. When you do have a really big wreck with another car, like it slows down the moat, does a slow-mo and everything. Ooh, that's a nice touch. Everybody it's loves really the cool. slow-mo. They do oh, it in yeah. Tekken 7 sometimes. Like if you're about to get the killing blow, it slows down. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just the best. What a it nice It makes touch. it look so cool. It makes it look so cool. It makes so you cool. feel like you really did something. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in a demolition derby game like this, it's really fun whenever you do get a big slow-mo explosion. But the one thing that's really different about this game that I noticed immediately, and I was like, oh that's really cool is that you don't just pick your car and then you know you have like a roster of cars it's actually a roster of different drivers and there's a set model like four or five different models of cars that you can jump into in the actual arenas themselves but so you're picking not the car but the driver and the driver has their own hero vehicle that you can eventually unlock during a match but I think that's a fun different way. And there are 16 different drivers. So I had questions about this because sure. I knew that that was part of the concept. And I was like, interesting. So does the character affect their driving, like regardless of what type of car you choose? No, it's more, it more does. The driver does really still only affect the car itself because the car way you have a an ult like an ultimate move that you can charge up and so over times that your hero vehicle is that is unique to your hero's car so like for example i've been playing the most as blue fang i'm actually i'm looking at the roster now and i had just circled to blue fang he's got a big like tiger mask with red eyes and stuff it's cool (laughs) this is the armor king of this game And so uh, Blue Fang, his car is really cool because it has like four saw blades on the front. And when you activate the special, normally if you're not having the special ability, you're just driving around in this bigger vehicle. But then when you activate the special, the blades spin and just automatically wrecks anything it touches. But it's very, it's a very short time frame, like maybe five, six seconds that you actually get the blade spinning. But I was in, when I was playing, I got a couple times where I was able 
to hit three or four cars like in a row in the same use of the blades. And oh, it's so cool because it kind of like slows them down and like grinds them under it. Like, uh, like you see those compactor trash compactor videos and stuff of like the on the like oddly satisfying subreddits and stuff like that of stuff being crushed. That's kind of how it looks like a little bit when they hit the saw blades and just get obliterated. And it's so cool. Even too, when you get to do it to another hero vehicle and you're just like, Ooh, cause even if it's a hero vehicle, it gets hit in those saw blades. It's automatically wrecked. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily affect the stats and like the handling of the car. It's more like just like what that final hero vehicle is going to be. But of the vehicles that you can pick up on the actual arena themselves, those do vary in make and model. Like there's one that looks like a little Fiat, one that looks like a sports, a typical sports car, one that's bigger, like an SUV. And obviously, like the SUV is slower. The sports car one handles really well. The Fiat looking one is really fast. Yeah. Is the SUV as big and as slow, though, as the Suburban? because if it's no, not suburban, it's not that quite it's not quite that's that slow as a, <laughs> as a suburban but uh but no so it's so that is where the variety comes from but what's cool is that like these cars are very much meant to be like you're not supposed to stay in one vehicle and hope you stay in that same vehicle the whole time you're supposed to be switching vehicles all willy-nilly whenever it best suits you because that is the one thing about this that was really cool tying it back to the roster is that you actually play outside of the cars as well you're not just tied to the to uh, being in the driver's seat. In the example of your car, your hero vehicle has to charge up before you can unlock it. But your hero, your driver also has a breaker is what it's called, which is like their special where they have enhanced performance outside of the vehicle. Like they can oh, double jump, okay. they can run faster, they can dodge quicker and different stuff like that. And so when you're out of the car, though, you can run around the map and pick up these shards, which are just little crystals. And what those do is they will charge the they will increase the rate at which you'll gain your hero vehicle. So it is kind of a cool little thing of like playing smart and being in the cars, because that's how you rack up the points is obviously by doing damage in the cars. But if you really want to focus on getting your hero vehicle, because, you know, you're like either a really good in it or B, it gives you a really good advantage then you want to jump out of your car and run up and be picking up these shards because they're all up on like these walls and everything that are suspended above the actual floor of the arena. So you're doing like some wall running, some parkour some kind of hardcore, stuff. Some hardcore, yeah, some, parkour. some little light hardcore parkour, you know, and uh, just to be able to get all these shards. So it's really fun that like, but also you have to be careful. Obviously, if you're running around on the, on the ground, it's easy to get hit by other cars. And if you do, that's a pretty much an immediate KO, which, you know, kind of takes you out of the action for a few more seconds as you respawn into the game, which lowers, obviously, the amount of time you can be making points. Because that's kind of the thing that I had to learn is it's like you, d- you can't just get in the car and drive around and like try to stay away from the action. You really have to be like in the action to be able to build up the points because it obviously rates you and gives you more points based on how hard and how much damage you are causing. If you barely tap them, you're going to get like one point. If you get like a big hard hit, you're going to get like five, six points. This was another thing that I had a question about was how do you win? So my thinking was that this was going to be kind of like twisted metal where it's Mm -hmm. just like, and I actually don't remember if this is how twisted metal worked because it's, a game I played in my childhood. But I always kind of thought that it would be like a a survive, like a survival game, like be the last one standing. Is that even an option? Like, is that a mode? Yes. Hmm. That is a mode. Uh, Yeah, okay. So so speaking of the modes, we'll just go ahead and talk about that. (laughs) There are four different modes that you can have that you can choose to play. 
mayhem, which is just free for all, which is just you're everybody against everybody. So it's 16 against, you know, it's 16 people all duking it out on a race. And that one, oh, it's a race. Or, I mean, sorry, in the arena, in the arena. Oh, okay. So it's a race to get the most points then. Exactly. So you're trying to like, yeah, get the big wrecks, get as hard hit wrecks as you can, get into your hero vehicle as often as you can so you can really use their abilities to help get your points. Um, so that's kind of what mayhem is. And I haven't won it yet. I got second once and I was doing and I felt really good, but I haven't got I haven't got first yet. Most of the time I'm like, I'll be honest, I'm like eighth or ninth, but still out of 16. I'm like, that's not terrible. I have got 12, though. It's better than we do in crash team racing, <laughs> right? We're garbage in that game. I know it. it's it's not great at that one at all. Uh, Carnado is a team-based round, which is actually really fun. You drive around, and as you crash into other uh, vehicles on the opposing team, you generate gears. And once you have collected as many gears as you feel like you can safely hold, I think you can hold maybe 15 or more total, uh, you drive into this massive tornado in the middle of the arena that destroys your vehicle but deposits all the gears that you've collected. So it forces you to get a new vehicle. And go back out too. So it's all about like if you're on the lowest end of life on this car, do you go turn it in even though you maybe only have two gears or do you risk it all and try to get a few more before your vehicle crashes? Because if it crashes, then you don't get to go bank those gears and you have to start uh, you have to start piling them back up again. Then there's Gridfall, which is the last man standing version. Oh. It's free for all. You have, again, you have limited lives, limited number of KOs. So, like, I think you can only be, you can earn more KOs, more chances as you go through. But I think you only get two. I think you can only be knocked out twice. And in this one, too, the floor of the arena will slowly start to fall Mm -hmm. away, making the area smaller and smaller and smaller that you have to play in. So, it's pretty cool. And then stockpile is another team-based one where you pick up and deposit gears again, but you this time the wrinkle is you have to do it on foot. You have to get out of you have to like wreck, jump out of your car, pick up gears, jump back in your car, and then go to these different three different banks that are on the arena floor that you can deposit the gears into. Fascinating. So it's a it's pretty fun to play in. I think still Carnado and Mayhem, I think, are my favorites so far. See, I need to play a little bit more of Gridfall and Stockpile. Gridfall sounds like the one that I would probably be the most inclined to play just because I like having a, a finite end. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy, like, if I'm going to die, just just kill me. <laughs> well, they are all timed around, oh, so there is still a finite amount of time on yeah, all of them. Yeah. It's just, uh, although, except maybe not, maybe there is still a Gridfall one, and then at some point it's deter- it, there is a time limit on Gridfall, and it's just determined on whoever has the most amount of points yeah. by the end of time, not necessarily so the last person the, standing. Uh, what's the typical timer? Like in Mayhem, for example, what's the time limit? I think it's like five minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. Three to five minutes? It's not bad. Pretty reasonable. Yeah, they're not, they're not super long matches at all. Um, so you do all this. Let me think what else. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit about the mechanics then of how it goes. It's very much standard stuff. Like R2 is your accelerator. L2 is your brake. Hold it down to reverse. Uh, the big thing that's different though, and that I'm taking the most, the most time to kind of react to is that right. The right stick when you're in the car does not control your camera. What it, it in fact, uh, what it does is it um, if you flick 
the right stick forward to get like a speed boost to go forward, or you can flick it to the left and right to like do a boost to the side, to the left or right side. Obviously, if you boost and you hit a car or something like that, that is makes for a bigger wreck. So, you know, learning how to time those correctly is very difficult. But man alive, have I activated those abilities, meaning trying to t- trying to turn my camera. So that's been a little bit oh, difficult to like. So is it to just an auto not- camera? Yeah, it's an auto camera. Oh, that's the worst. But it, but the arena is really big, and it's not like big tight spaces, so it's not really inhibiting me really at all. Oh, I'm just used to that. be able. I'm used to being able to be able to change yeah, my like my camera. Everybody, one hundred percent of gamers are used to being able to change the camera, except in Resident Evil. That's the, <laughs> only, the only acceptable other option. I, I don't know how I would feel about that. I bet that is a tough adjustment. It's a tough adjustment, adjustment, especially when you're not in your car and you're running around the arena on foot. You do use the right stick to use your to change your camera. That's so it's apples. So it's <laughs> it is a little bit of a mind there. of a mind mind jump where you're just like, wait, what? Oh yeah, I can't use it now. Okay, I can use it now. What? <laughs> so that, like that part gets a little uh, hard to figure out. At I times. can imagine. Before I forget, I had another question. So about the modes, is mm-hmm. there a versus mode? Like, can you play this game with a friend, couch co-op? I know there is arcade mode, and I know there are challenge modes, which I haven't done. The arcade mode just seems to be like basically you can like AI practice against these things. I actually don't know if there's a way to do like couch you co-op. Sam had like you know played it together co-op. I don't. We haven't yet. I don't know if this would be necessarily one that she would be as really. Into, it, there's no talking. It's all destruction. That's true. It is all destruction. <laughs> I should say. I need. I need to look and see if there is actually. I don't know. That's a very good question. Um, but uh, let's see. What was it doing? You can also, when you're out of your vehicle, you can get points by uh, dodging. Like on, you'll get like a little exclamation point above your character's head if a car's like coming at you, and you can hit zero. Uh, this zero circle button and you'll dive out of the way and and that will if you can time it just right you'll get like a skilled dodge bonus and everything that'll go towards your score uh the one thing though that is really fun and super fun and when you get to pull it off well you feel so badass and it's that you can eject from your vehicle at any time by pressing x uh, and so you'll be driving your car's really damaged. Somebody's coming at you, hoping to get that sweet, sweet KO and get the extra points bump for that. But right as they're about to hit you, you hit X, you jump out of your car. And then if you can time it right above, you could be a platform where a new car is waiting for a driver to jump into. So you can jump it just right. And if you get enough air in the right timing, you can then just land and immediately jump inside a brand new car and take off. So it's really cool awesome. when you can pull that off that, but then if you are, say, running around, no new cars are to be seen or close by. You can try to jump on top of and take over another player's car, which is kind of fun because okay. it initiates a versus quick time event, basically, where you, as the person trying to take over the car, have to hit like square and zero. Why do I keep wanting to call it zero? I don't square know. Square and circle. <laughs> what is going on in my brain? No controller includes zero. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me, but if square and circle, you just alternate between those two trying to fill up your meter before your other, your opponent can fill their meter. They're filling their meter by, uh, wiggling the left stick left and right as fast as they can, but they both happen in tandem. So whoever fills their, their bar first wins the, the takeover event. And so, You know, if you're the driver of the car, you just shake them off. They fall off. You get some points for shaking them off. But if you get a 
uh, if you do a takeover, then you you can then choose to take over the car and jump into the driver's seat and pull the other driver out, or you can do like a wreck wreck over and it just like makes the car explode and blow up and you get some good points for that so there's a lot of like stuff happening it's very frantic there's a lot of action going on constantly of course you're obviously trying to dodge people but then get those sweet sweet hits all the time so there's it's just got a lot of stuff happening in it but it's pretty exciting pretty fun you know what this actually kind of reminds me of particularly Mm. with the ability to abandon ship and go get a new vehicle at any time it sounds a lot like Kirby Air Ride. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It, it sounds like it's like, yeah, that's Kirby Air Ride. Because even in Kirby Air Ride, you had to go around the map and like get power ups and stuff because they would affect stuff that happened after you were out of like city trial mode. I don't remember what it was called. The yeah. point is, I'm thinking like Kirby Air Ride. <laughs> so it actually sounds kind of fun now because I'm like, man, I, I love Kirby Air Ride. I might actually give this a try someday. <laughs> it is a well. You should go. Download it on your PS4. You should go redeem it so that way when you get that PS5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. What else did I have here? It also does have some, like, you level up. You you gain experience points and you level up. There are challenges that you can complete. I'm imagining they don't really seem to do anything at this point rather than just, like, leveling you up. It may unlock some cosmetic items and stuff like that, but... uh, for the, I'm imagining, though, that this is kind of like the precursor that they're going to put in some kind of like season battle pass thing to like give you new skins, new colors, new what have you for the emotes and whatnot for your characters. Um, but that at the moment just kind of seems like it's just there. It's just like a, it is just kind of a gamification thing of like, oh, I leveled up, you know, get that boost of like seeing your numbers and scores. You do get like ranked on how much mayhem and, and carnage you create, which are obviously tied towards like trophies and different stuff like that. Uh, so there is a little bit of that things that I don't like of it, which granted are not very much, not very many things. Uh, I already said the big one really was the it's really weird to not use right stick as camera and that it interchanges using it as camera and not. It's kind of a weird design choice. I feel like that's the worst thing you've told me so far. Like everything else, <laughs> like, okay, I want to play with this, but not being able to control the camera equally, like for both modes, that sounds like it would be really tough to, to yeah, get. Yeah, it's a little hard to wrap around. Uh, the customization like I said, is pretty much all microtransactions. Like there is currency you can that you can either buy using real money. You can also earn over time by completing matches. You can earn currency along with XP and stuff like that. But I also don't really have a huge desire to spend any of the money because it is very much a to spend this and do this because really the only it's not like you get new skins for the characters. You just get new recolors, new paint jobs, basically. So it doesn't change. Like, say, for example, and this is what I'm wondering if this will come up later in more updates, either through like a season battle battle pass style thing or whatever, if they'll introduce new looks for the characters. But like, say, for Apex Legends, like they have basic recolors where it's like the same overall design of the hero outfit and then it'll just have like a new pattern, new what have you. But then they do release ones that drastically alter the look of the character. None of those things do that yet for these customization options. So, and you can't like choose, I want a different jacket or I want a different, you know, I want a different color on only my jacket and I want to combine it with these pants. It's like, it literally is just like a blanket car and driver paint color change and they match each other. So it's not very 
deep customization. There are a bunch of emotes, but I don't like, I never use emotes really at all yeah. in any game. And so I don't necessarily want to want to like feel like spending my hard earned in game cash there. Uh, and then there's like different banners and badges and stuff like that for your character. But again, those aren't like huge draws customization wise. So I'm kind of like, okay, that, that part of it feels a little lacking to me. Now, while we're on the subject, just real quick, like I said, I've been looking at this character roster. Really good character design. Right, I, I they are. They're very fun. All of these characters. Uh, just looking at them, I can immediately tell that the first character I would probably pick is Hana because she looks like one of the more mature women. So it's like, yeah, she's not oh. quite on a level <laughs> being old lady, but uh, yeah, she's she's up there. So Hana and Muna, both of them look like the types of characters that I would be like, oh, I gotta go with that character. What's the one character? Her, her, her name is like Rat, not Rat. Oh, Ratu, yeah. Ratu, she's got Ratu. Like teal blue hair and like an orange suit. Her color scheme But like is her awesome. headset, her head, her like helmet, the thing that she's wearing looks like big rat ears and stuff like that. I played yeah. as her a couple a couple rounds. She was really cool. Uh, she's an Indonesian martial arts and dance expert, which nice. hell yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, then there's one. Like I said, I've been playing, I played as Fuego too, and he's just like, looks like a, his ca- character costume looks like he's like a bull and he, his car catches on fire and sets stuff on fire when yeah. you use his ultimate ability. It's a lot of fun playing with all these different characters. The one thing that's, I will say this was a knock when I started, but it's actually already been fixed in an update within a week of it, co- of the game coming out is that when I first started playing and you would jump into a match, the auto you automatically oh, the joined the gamer chat. chat. I heard about this. I heard that because it was so toxic. Well, it's just like, I think a lot of people still aren't used to the fact that the PS5's rem- microphone is built in and also just on by default. That's, I think that's bad. That that's a bad plan. I did, I did change it. weird and creepy. Yeah, I changed mine to where it's by default is muted when I, t- when I start playing it because it even like, would capture your microphone during gameplay captures. Like if you went back and like, oh, I did something really cool. I want to save that clip. You can, it will, you can turn it off again in a setting, but by default, it again starts where you hear your microphone. I don't like that. that at all. Yeah. So I definitely was like the first game started up and it's not like coming out of your TV. It's coming out of the speaker on the DualSense. So it's hard to understand anyway. The only time I've used the DualSense microphone feature and liked it is when I play with my my buddy Michael and we play FIFA. <laughs> Neither of us have, you know, like it, it's just it's just easy. We're chilling. We're sitting there and we're just like talking to each other over our over our microphones on our controllers. It's fine. It's fun. And it's kind of like easy that it's just right there. I don't have to go plug in a new headset or anything else like that. I can just do it. But being automatically joined into and being forced to listen to all the madness that was going on in a 16 player lobby whose everybody's mic is just automatically on. It's a little chaotic. And to close it out, you can't, there's not a setting in the game to mute the voice chat. You have to hit the home button on the PlayStation and then go to a, like a setting and then choose like, it's like three button clicks to to mute it. And you had to do it every match. Oh no. Yeah. Because it was like it would open up a new channel or a new chat every time you would start a match. Oh, my God. Okay, this is neither here nor there, but this came up in Bromogan's stream last night. He was just Mm. streaming some Resident Evil for fun. We were talking about, you know, know, pros and cons of the PS5. And his main knock against it, and I agree with this, is that the PlayStation 5's UI is not an improvement. 
it yeah, is, it's not as smooth, I will say. In the interest of looking sleek, it has done away with common sense utility. And it has made everything much harder. Like, it shouldn't take three clicks to no. get to that setting to be able to turn something off. Especially if that's an in-game feature. That's that's stupid. So anyways, <laughs> tiny little rant there. <laughs> well, no, I agree with you. Like, I, w- I will say that my biggest UI frustration I have with the PlayStation 5 is that you can't hold down the home button to turn up, the, to automatically select the power settings. Like, to turn it off or put it to sleep. Oh. You have to go to the, you have to just like hit the button once. So the little menu bar at the bottom pops up. Then you scroll over to the power. Again, it's like two, three button selection. They made it worse. They made it worse. I will agree. Some of the changes that they made to the PS5, I'm like, nah, that should have stayed the PS, the same way as the PS4. I really need some hackers, like some modders and some hackers to figure out how to just transplant the PS4's UI onto the PS5. Well, I'm sure that'd be super. That would be cool. And I'm and I'm sure at some point, because I know they did this with the PS4 too. After it had been out for a while, they did release some uh, software updates that fixed those things and made some things better. Like, you know, remember when the PS4 first came out, you couldn't make folders. But then you could. I've never once in my life made a folder. Oh, I loved using the folders. <laughs> that has never happened before. <laughs> I didn't know that was a feature at all. So that didn't affect me. <laughs> But yeah, so that that was a pretty rough for the first couple of days I was playing. And then on, and then I was playing uh, yesterday for a little bit and I started the game up and a, a match started. And I was like, oh, I don't I don't hear it's the chat. So quiet. It's so it's quiet. It's so quiet in here. <laughs> I, it, the, the fact so I can't count as a knock anymore. But yeah, man, if they had kept that as a, as in there, that would have been mean, a huge knock against this game. The fact that they even thought it was a good idea in the first place is honestly staggering. Yeah. Do they not know how online gaming is? Right. Have they never played an online game? Right. Do they not know what kind of people are out there? It's like you, it's even just weird from like, not necessarily a safety standpoint, but like a privacy standpoint, because oh, yeah. so many children play games. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bad idea to automatically have a 10-year-old and a 45-year-old in the same lobby together by default. Yeah. That's just bad planning. That's I, that that decision is 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 it's not genuinely good. baffling. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, it was not a good choice. Oh so hopefully that that gets fixed in later PS5 updates for sure. Uh, but so kind of just like as an overall wrap of this, while it is super fun annihilating your opponents and causing big wrecks, I see this more as a game that I'll jump into periodically rather than committing serious time. But I will say I have a lot of fun while playing. It's just not it's just especially because there aren't at this moment huge long term things to keep me in. It's not like I have to unlock people on the roster. They're all available at the beginning. So there's not even that like in incentive to play to be like oh i really want to get this guy so it definitely seems like something i'm just gonna like jump into here and there be like like all my lunch break like yeah i'll play a few rounds of of uh all of all stars just cause a few wrecks and stuff like that but while there is a level progression and microtransactions they seem fairly base level and don't offer much of a goal to shoot for since most of the driver car cosmetics are just repaints that said though the action sporting event presentation and diverse roster create an exciting entry into the vehicular combat genre indeed so oh but then like kind of like the 
the spectacle that I've alluded to before, the rounds start with all of the drivers outside of their cars. And there's up on this, they're up on this big platform. And as it's doing like the countdown, they're all dancing, like doing this like intro moves and everything, trying to appeal to the crowd. And then you just all take off at once, jump off this platform and like race to see who can get into their cars first. So there's a lot of like chances for like takeovers right at the very beginning, you know, trying to figure out who's going to go for which cars, different stuff like that. So it it's from the get go always has a lot of high energy and it keeps up that energy throughout the entire matches. I've, I have not been bored playing, but I just definitely see it as a thing where it's like, I'm going to play this every once in a while when I really, when I just have the need to cause some mayhem, not one that I think I'm going to pick up and be playing religiously every day. Yeah. I think but that still a the, fun time. That's kind of what I've generally seen in reviews that I've read because, you know, I might download it for my PS4 and eventually play it for the PS5, but this doesn't necessarily sound like the kind of game that I would be super drawn to mm-hmm. because basically hashtag it's no Kirby air ride. It's going to be my new campaign. It's no Kirby air ride. Uh, but w- one of the biggest criticisms that I found was people basically saying you do eventually get kind of bored of it. If mm-hmm. you play it enough, like if you're yeah. really playing the, the gameplay can get a little repetitive. So I, I feel like this is the kind of game, though, that they're probably going to add more stuff in. I would they're, think they're so. Probably gonna keep adding new new modes, new challenges or something, kind of like how Fortnite did. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we see come down the line later on. Right, right. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised by that at all either. Uh, it definitely would be a fun one for us to like do as like a, one of our team chat plays or something like that, where, you know, we can especially if it does have co-op and stuff like that uh, and for like couch co-op or whatever like that. That would be really fun to do. But yeah, I still think Destruction All-Stars, it's uh, it's really fun. It's different than a lot of stuff that I've played li- lately. Like I can't even tell you the last time I played a vehicular combat game like this. So it's been a lot. So it's a lot of fun jumping back into a game like that. So if you have played Destruction All-Stars and have thoughts on this game as well, we'd love to hear them. So, you know, send us an email at teamchatpodcast@gmail.com. Jump on our Discord, talk about it with us there, or, you know, comment below on the YouTube podcast, wherever you're listening and enjoy the show. But that pretty much wrapped up my review. So, Mogan, if you had any other thoughts on it or anything like that, I guess we can pretty much wrap up this episode as well. So, until next time, everybody, I am one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my host, Rachel Mogan. But adios. <laughs> adios. Oh man, we will see you all next time for another great episode of gaming content here on Team Chat Podcast. We'll see you next week.